It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Anthony Kastrovitz. This is our weekly look at the Detroit Tigers, and we're going to bring in Jason back to talk Tigers with us. And back, uh, boy, Michael Fulmer. We've talked about him quite a bit in recent weeks on this podcast, and obviously was a, uh, a, a big trade acquisition for this club last year in the ONS Cespedes deal. But I'd say he's uh, exceeded expectations here his last two times out. He's got a 22 and one third scoreless inning streak. Just two Tigers rookie has pitched uh, longer scoreless streaks uh, than, than what Fulmer has going on. John Hiller holds the record from August 1967 with 28 and two thirds. And Victor Santos went 25 straight in early 2001. What do you make of what Fulmer's done here the last few times out there? It, it's been really kind of a growth, uh, growth process and turbo speed. It's, um, I, I think even Tigers officials who were upbeat on his chances of making it as a starter didn't expect him to, to make the transition as quickly. But you know, the changeup has really come on for him. Is is not just a viable third pitch, but it was a swing and miss pitch Monday night. Um, he was getting. Now, granted, it's an aggressive Blue Jays lineup, but he was getting hitters out in front of it, you know, grossly to, to the point where, you know, he made a couple of those guys really look silly. Uh, and you combine that with mid-upper 90s fastball, he didn't even have to go upper 90s last, uh, you know, Monday night. Uh, the slider remains an effective pitch. Here's a guy who right now has got three good above-average major league pitches and Working with James McCann behind the plate, who he trusts completely, you know they've really found this combination to throw guys off guard. Yeah, I know uh, McCann and, and Jared Sultamaki have, uh, have really been uh, pushing to use that pitch as much as possible. It's become quite a weapon, and uh, it really takes them to the next level when you go from two to three. Um, so this rotation has obviously been in flux and. You know, Fulmer has kind of cemented his spot in there, Beck, uh, and and there, there's obviously been been other bigger changes that you didn't foresee coming going into the season. Anibal Sanchez struggles, uh, move him into the bullpen. Uh, obviously, the home run has been an issue for him. The uh, getting through the third time of the order. Uh, you look at his splits this season and and, and what the damage has been uh, against him that third time through the order. Does this feel like a, a permanent move, a temporary move? What do you make of Sanchez? Yeah, on the surface, you know, just take the move by itself. You would think it's a short-term move to, to work things out. But when you look at where the Tigers are at, you look at the young starters they have kind of on the cusp of, uh, of taking rotation spots. You know, Fulmer aside, you know, Matt Boyd is somebody who made an impression in spring training and might have won a rotation spot if there weren't so many veterans there. Uh, and even beyond that, I think a lot of us have forgotten about Daniel Norris, who had the inside track on that fifth 
starter spots uh, in spring training, at least coming into camp before injuries kind of halted his progress. He's now getting on a roll at AAA Toledo. Uh, this is this was a rotation in transition going in, and I the way that Sanchez looks, you wonder unless he really gets on a good streak or unless injuries pop up, if he's if he's going to be afforded that chance to, to work his way back in the rotation. This might be the sort of a long-term transition here. Uh, and you know, if, if Pelfrey hadn't gotten turned around, we might have been talking about him as well. But right now, it's just the way Sanchez is pitching. And I think, too, just a bigger factor is, is the confidence factor with him, which has been awfully low really since the year started, maybe even being back the last season. The, you know, you can look at the kids and say they give you a better chance to win right now. Well, offensively, uh, a guy who's really stepped up and given a chance to win is Cameron Maben. Uh, his return to the Tigers organization has been a tremendous success, hitting over 400 uh, with an OPS over 900 uh, since coming off the DL a couple weeks back. And uh, Brad Ossus has moved him up to the two-hole. I know you talked uh, recently to Maben about you know the kind of way his hitting approach has evolved in his career. When the Tigers drafted him way back when, he was supposed to be a, a speed and power guy, but it sounds like he's, he's really learned to just become a contact hitter and, and a good fit for that two-hole right now. Yeah, he's kind of filled that, that slot that I think a lot of people envisioned Roger Davis doing the last couple of years. Uh, yeah. Like a speed guy, put the ball in play, take advantage of his foot speed, and really kind of force the defense to, to make mistakes or make plays. It's uh, it's really provided a jolt to this offense, I think. And it, it works wherever he seems to be hitting in the order. Uh, I know there was some trepidation on Osmus's part about putting him in the two spot because he worried that it would take away some of the uh, advantage of his speed because he wouldn't necessarily be trying to steal nearly as many bases with Cabrera up. You, know, you don't want to open up first base. But I think we, we've started to see examples now where he can score from first base on the double with ease. And Cabrera, for all the talk about the renewed home run power, is still a guy who, who does a lot of damage on doubles. So I think it actually gives Cabrera more op- more RBI opportunities, more so than it takes away you know, stolen base opportunities from anything. Uh, the guy who used to be in the number two spot was Justin Upton, and of course his struggles moved him down the order. But but his batting average started to rise uh, in the last week or so. Back uh, to see more comfort from him as the season evolves. It, it seems like he's trusting himself as far as judging the strike zone and, and having some confidence in what pitches to take and what pitches to swing at. He's had a few good at-bats here where you've you've seen, not necessarily the sign of the up and the bowl, that explosive swing, but you've seen the sign of a veteran hitter kind of uh, you know, forcing the pitcher to give him the pitch that he wants. Uh, you know, He had the green light on a 3-0 count on Sunday, turned that into a two-run double, and then um, – on Monday night, he worked his way out of an 0-2 hole to run the count full on Jay Happ, and then uh, was able to, to get an opposite field home run out of it off of a pitch that he wasn't going to be seeing when he was behind in the counts. Uh, you know, there's some veteran savvy going on here. And I think there's also him trusting his eyes and his swing. And uh, you know, even if it's not necessarily that red hot up thing quite yet, I think it's at least you know, a productive uh, run producer who you can take advantage of in the seven hole. 
I want to talk about the bullpen real quick. And we mentioned Sanchez going there, and Shane Green has also converted uh, to relief uh, to, to help out with the right-handed setup duties alongside uh, Justin Wilson from the left-hand side. But uh, what that means is Mark Lowe is kind of taken out of those high-leverage opportunities that the Tigers envisioned for him when they signed him over the winter. Uh, I, I saw you had a chance to catch up with Lowe uh, last weekend. What, has he put a finger on his struggles? What's going on with him in 2016? He says he's healthy. He says he actually feels good, which makes him more frustrating for him. Mm. Um, the velocity is down like two miles an hour, I believe, still. Uh, the slider velocity is down. Uh, the chase rate has, has taken a, a significant drop to where you know, there's. it's not just uh, lower velocity. It, there are signs that suggest there's lower deception there, too. That, that's an awfully rough combination for, for a pitcher like him, and it's surprising, given his body frame and given the arm angle, he can take advantage of. Um, he's somebody who, you know, even if Shane Green really makes a transition to the bullpen and, and holds down that setup ball, which is entirely possible, he doesn't seem phased by whatever inning he's pitching it. Even under that scenario, they still want to get Mark Lowe right to, to give them that, that extra relief arm to help bridge that gap as the season goes along. You know, even if he ends up kind of playing that role within Toronto where he's supporting Aaron Sanchez in the bullpen. You know, if he's supporting Shane Green, he's still a vital arm given what what, uh, what they have and given kind of tight games that uh, they can find themselves in later on in the year. So they're working on the mechanics right now. Uh, I don't know if they put their finger on it yet or not. Uh, it was a pretty discouraging outing on Sunday. One last thing for you, Beck. Uh, the Tigers, of course, finished last in the AL Central last season, but the one benefit to that is they have their highest draft pick since 2009. The draft will uh, begin Thursday night. Uh, so that's that's a big chip for uh, for the Tigers' uh, new-look front office. What is their, uh, what's their thinking on this draft? Uh, their thing is they're going to be drafting about an hour earlier than <laughs> They're going to have to be ready sooner. No, um, it's, you know, we're kind of waiting to see. This is one of those spots where I think during the olden days of the draft, before the whole spending pool and everything, this, this would be the prime position for the Tigers to take a guy with major upside but with salary demand concerns and then roll with it and, and give them a huge bonus and, and put another top prospect in their system to call today. They can't do that now, obviously. They, they have to work with what they've got. And since they did sign Zimmerman and Justin Upton and forfeited their second and third round draft pick, their, their pull, despite picking so high, is actually pretty low. I think it's like sixth lowest among the major league clubs. So it's going to be interesting to see if they go up to the uh, suggested slot or above or if they try to spend a little bit less and save some money for those supporting picks. Um, the good thing for them is that there seems to be a good market for those type of pitchers that they usually, that they've traditionally been associated with those, uh, those young high school arms, maybe some college arms with some uh, high velocity, but also with some, some secondary pitches there. Uh, they could go, they could go with a high school kid, give them time to develop and hope that the upside makes it worth it down the road. There's going to be scenario two, where they might be able to take a college arm and look to fast track them and look to get some young, a young reliever in their system sooner rather than later to maybe help them out if they're going to be going for it here, whether it's this year or next or whenever. 
All right, there's the latest word from Jason Beck. We'll continue to check in with him each week during the season uh, for all things Tigers. I want to thank him for joining us. Thank you all for tuning in. This has been MLB.com Extras, Detroit Tigers edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.